this uh, Remembrance Day weekend, we're commemorating one of the most terrific Canadian battles in our history. It was a battle in World War II, World War I, excuse me, that was um, in Belgium. It was near a small town known as Passchendaele. Germans there had held the ridge protecting the town and allies, um, the allied forces had been fighting for months trying to capture that ridge. The idea was if we could capture the ridge, we would be able to start to create a pathway through to the Belgian ports. The Belgian ports were important because it was from there that the U-boats, the German U-boats, were being sent and were doing great damage in the North Atlantic to ships that were bringing supplies to Europe. Canadian troops were called in at the end of a, a long stalemate between Germany and the British, Australian, and New Zealand troops. The Canadian can, uh, commander, uh, General Curry, as he looked at what loomed ahead, actually put in an official protest saying that this would be a very precarious and pretty sure disaster. And the conditions were horrific. The land had been fought over since the beginning of the war, the war and now it's 1917. The Canadian soldiers, after General Curry had done what he was always trained to do, and that was to relent to the higher authorities, the Canadian soldiers were met with a battlefield that was horrific. There were bodies still not buried. There were craters that were filled with water because the water table was so high and the dam system that had, and the dike system that had held back the waters had been destroyed. So whenever a, a shell landed, it created a huge crater in which water would just flood. And those craters were so large that tanks could be swallowed up in them. Whole houses could be consumed. Soldiers literally drowned in shell holes. And there was relentless rain. It rained and it rained and it rained. And so there was death and despair everywhere. There was mud. The tanks couldn't move because they were just sucked in by the mud. Rifles got stuck up with mud. There were trenches with which the soldiers would be, and they were full of rancid water, vermin, rats. It was a very, very desperate situation. A 
Private John Sudbury, one Canadian soldier, later wrote this about his experience. The enemy and ourselves were in the self-same muck. Degradation and horror to such a point nobody cared anymore about anything. Only getting out of this. And the only way out was by death or wounding. And we all of us welcomed either. For four months this battle went on, the, the Canadians for two of those months, the last two months. And after 4,000 Canadians lost their lives and another 12,000 were injured, the Germans did finally retreat. But it was only a year later that it was regained by the Germans. In total, on that piece of land for that particular ridge, 470,000 people were either killed or injured. And as the Veterans Encyclopedia states, <laughs> quote, at the end, the point of it all was unclear. Winston Churchill said this of Passchendaele. It was a forlorn expenditure of valor and life without equal in futility. A sense of futility is an emotion that I feel that we seem to become becoming acquainted with. We look around our world and we consider our battles. We consider what seems to be the futility of our efforts in fighting those battles. Our battles are the battles for the hearts and minds of our young people. Our battles are the battle and war on terror. The battle for maintaining a morality. For common decency. Some sense of civility. There's the war on drugs. We face so many battles, and futility seems to be creeping into our perspective because it just seems to be getting worse. A friend of mine said the other day, it's hard to be optimistic in these days. But on this weekend of remembrance, as Christians, we should not lose heart. It's wise for us to pause and to gain perspective. Yeah, the world does seem to be falling into the hands of the enemy, the enemies of God, justice, peace, hope, freedom, all of the virtues, all of the good things that are gifts from God. 
it would be easy to despair. It would be easy. To give in to the futility. But scripture is very clear. And I want us to be encouraged this morning by that scripture. We are not to despair. God is in control. Paul wrote the Ephesians, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of the dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. And when we despair and when we think that maybe we're fighting a losing battle, a futile battle, We need to remember these words of Paul as he wrote them to the Corinthians. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. It is not in vain. It is not futile. Trying to be a light and trying to be salt in our communities in which these battles are raging. It's not in vain. It's not without effect. Remember Jesus' words to his disciples. He told them these things just before it seemed like Satan was about to win. Because... After speaking these words, Jesus would be arrested. Jesus would be put through a mock trial. Jesus would be tortured. Jesus would be humiliated. And ultimately, he would be sacrificed on a cross. He would suffer the most undignified and humiliating death the death of a common criminal on the outside of Jerusalem, Golgotha. But Jesus said these words, I've told you these things, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. You know, Passchendaele was an act in futility. But ultimately, the Allies won the war. And despite the sense of futility that, that we feel when we look around us ourselves and we see the battles that we're fighting and it seems like we're losing ground, Scripture tells us our labor is not in vain because Jesus has overcome the world. So as we remember and honor the thousands who gave their lives in the First and Second World War and all of the conflicts since, 
and those who are putting their lives on the line even as we speak around the world. As we remember this, we need to take heart and realize that the ultimate outcome is sure. It is, without doubt, it has already been accomplished that Jesus has overcome the world. I'm going to invite you to stand, and we do want to honor our veterans and those who are serving now. And so I'd invite you to stand for just a few moments of silence as we listen to this honor. Father, we are so grateful that we live in Canada, this beautiful province, in this wonderful community. We have so much to be grateful for, and we recognize that there are powers, there is a power that is seeking to undermine and destroy all that we love that comes from you. And Lord, we pray that we would not lose heart, that we would understand that the battle has been won, that the war has been won, that you have overcome the world. Help us, Lord, to not lose faith or to lose hope. Lord, we thank you that our hope is not in this world. It's not in peace on earth as we see it, but a peace that will pervade all of your new creation, the new heaven and the new earth, a peace that will last for eternity, a peace in which all of humanity, all those who have put their faith in you will enjoy being in the presence of you, our loving Heavenly Father. Lord, we 
We live in hope. And we thank you. And Lord, we do lift up all those who have had family members who have suffered or died in conflict, trying to preserve justice and freedom and peace. And Lord, we pray for an extra special blessing upon them this weekend as they, their minds are turned to those who have been lost. And we do pray, Lord, for all of the forces that are seeking to prevail against the forces of evil that are active in our world. Lord, we pray as you have taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.